0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats Podcast. Life Beats. Life
1: Beats with Sally Moussa. Only on Pulse 95.
0: Assalamu alaikum, Allah and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Now, Earthy Contemporary Crafts Council was one of just 25 ateliers that Maison d'Accession handpicked to showcase to 3,500 of the world's most prestigious luxury brands and fashion couture houses. In Paris, with Earthy's latest foray onto the global stage, Farah Nasri, design executive at Earthy Contemporary Crafts Council, joins us in just a moment to tell us how they're bringing centuries-old traditional Emirati designs to the world, both boosting the economic prospects for the country's highly skilled craftswomen and keeping artistic traditions alive. All of that and more is coming up right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95.
1: This is Pulse
0: 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95.
1: 95.
0: The exceptionally skilled Emirati craftswomen who are practicing their craft under the Earthy Contemporary Craft Council's Bidwa social development program have raised the profile of the UAE centuries-old craft of telly with a spectacular showcase of 50 designs at the exclusive Maison d'Exception. Farah, you're going to have to help me with this one. Go on.
1: D'Exception. Yes. Yes. That's
0: how you there say it. Go. I need a bit more coffee this morning. It's just not going to come out. Uh, this is at the project Premier Vision Paris this year. This is where they were showcased because earthy seasonal and regular collections of tally hand-woven braid traditionally used to adorn women's clothes were sampled by 3,500 of the world's most sought-after fashion and couture brands, visitors, designers, and major industry suppliers. It's an incredible, incredible project, and it's just one of many that Irthi are part of. And that beautiful voice that you just heard belongs to Farah Nasri, design executive at Irthi Design Council. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I'm so glad. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so glad that you're here to tell us a bit more about this because I'm somebody who's been following uh, what's been happening with Earthy on social media seeing the incredibly beautiful work that is being done um, it's not just Earthy is not just about creating beautiful designs that are very traditional but it's about bringing it into the contemporary fashion world as well isn't it yes
1: i think that's what the contemporary stands for in our council um we we really concentrate on the fact that tradition cannot live without its counterpart mm-hmm. which is modernity mm-hmm. and so you always have to adapt it and to make it relevant to today's markets in order to be able to sustain it for today and for the future and that is what we try to do and, and I mean that's just one thing among so many things that we try to do which is the design interventions or the um, design and projects that, that you see going on at you know on our Instagram or on our social media Tell us a bit more, you know, about what Earthy
0: Contemporary Crafts Council actually stands for. What you know, why was yeah. it created? Why is it important?
1: Um, Earthy Contemporary Crafts Council is actually one of the three affiliates under Nema Women Advancement Establishment, and Nema is all about empowering women, and Earthy, being its affiliate, is concentrates on the women of the craft and empowering the women of the craft whether it's socially, economically um, through their craft developments um, through um, you know um, kind of skill exchange programs um, creating capacity building programs and we also work on the craft itself so documenting it, preserving it, protecting it from dying out and this has been something very fortunate for the council to be able to do, which is by being really supported by Her Highness, Sheikh Jawaher, Bint Muhammad Al-Qasimi, who's the wife of His Highness, the ruler of Sharjah, and chairperson of Nama, founder and royal patrons of Earthy. Um, His Highness Sheikh Maha- uh, Sultan Al-Qasimi. Sorry. Um, so, I mean, we work on a different... Different kinds of fronts and so many things in, in, in parallel that happen. And Earthy really means my tradition or my heritage. It does,
0: exactly. And this is what it's about uh, because you can't keep uh, uh, tradition and heritage alive without making it current and allowing it to speak to now, where we are now, the place we are, the time that we live in as well. Um, one of the biggest focuses of Earthy is keeping traditional crafts alive, like telly. You've actually brought in for us, this is magnificent, a whole collection of different kinds of telly. For those who don't know what it is, describe to us what it is. It's a kind of weaving embroidery kind
1: of. Yes, so telly is one of the crafts that we have in house, and it's a traditional Emirati craft, and it's a craft of weaving. It kind of looks like braiding or bobbin lace. And it's made using different kinds of threads, so it could be a cotton thread, it could be um, a silk thread, it could be zeri, it could be metallic threads. And originally, um, it was actually made with real gold and real silver threads. So it was, it was always something that is very seen as something very niche and very elevated and almost like haute couture, even back in the day. And this is what we're trying to revive and bring back to today's market, um, you know, with our participation at Maison d'Exception, which is an haute couture kind of uh, platform. Again, bringing those traditions back to their roots, yes. which is something
0: that is very high, very valued as well. Um, tell us about the women who participate in these kind of programs, it, reviving the telly. Um
1: Yes. So the women that we have are actually women under our Bidwa social development program. And these women um, are between the ages of 18 to 65. Um, They are women that have already been practicing the telly for so many, so many years. And um, we have around 40 artisans that practice the telly, And we also have other crafts like Safifa, uh, craft, which is actually weaving the palm fronds um, or the chos, as they as they say, and we also have uh, newcomers, um, trainees, twenty registered trainees we have at the Bidwa Center that are undergoing the skill exchange program, which is an embroidery program between Pakistan and the UAE. So our artisans teach the Pakistani um, uh, artisans how to create the tally, and the Pakistani artisans teach our women how to embroider with the Pakistani embroidery. And so we have these kind of different programs where we exchange. And really, Bidwa has become this kind of vantage point for this kind of cultural exchange It's become this platform. And it's kind of like the new uh, trade route or this new silk trade route where, you know, different cultures come together in order to create a new tradition. And that's how I think the dialogue keeps on going and the tradition becomes relevant. And that's how everything becomes sustainable. And we have this kind of 360 approach to culture and to tradition and I think I just would like to add that what we had exhibited at Maison d'Exception it was not only telly per se but it was also a new way of looking at it so we looked at the telly in a way where we started off at the Bidwa centre with only 10 designs of telly that the women could create yeah. and now we have over 65 so we took part of the architecture or the landscape of the region, and we reinterpreted that into geometric patterns and created new workways with new materials. We've also experimented with merging telly with crochet and seeing what happens. We've experimented with uh, telly and macramé, which is a Japanese kind of you know knotting technique. And so we have all these things going on. And we also, c- I mean, I was talking to you earlier about this one, which is actually made from recycled nylon. I love so, this. This is Telly.
0: That yes. is, you know, this uh, amazing black color. It has this luminous quality about it because it's from plastic or nylon. Yes, yes. And it's recycled. Yes. It, you see, you know, these. This is how innovation happens. Yeah. And this is where we're at. You know, with something like Earthy Craft Council, and that's why it's so important. You've just touched on so many of the wonderful projects that are happening. When we come back, uh, Farah, I'm going to ask you in a bit more detail about that, what it means to take this art and this craft to the world. We mentioned Paris, there was Brazil. There are so many uh, other collaborations that are happening worldwide. Like you said, expanding to a whole new type of silk trade route. More to come on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse
1: 95.
0: We're talking all things Emirati art and tradition when it comes to the craftsmanship of uh, telly weaving and so many other different kinds of traditions that are being taken to the world with Farah Nasri, who is part of the earthy. Craft Council. Now, um, Farah, we have to come back to Earthy being chosen as only one of 25 ateliers to show in Paris, uh, as we've been mentioning. Talk to us about that experience and and how
1: how was Earthy even chosen for that? Um, I mean, having Earthy as being part of Maison d'Exception, one of the only 25 ateliers to showcase at Premier Vision. And these are ateliers that you know, usually do works for Chanel. They do works for huge haute couture houses, and they've been doing it for so many years to To actually get the craft at Earthy at that level and to be, ex- you know, accepted into this kind of platform. It was something great because it was, number one, an invitation. And number two, it's a business-to-business transaction. So we had brands coming from all over the world, uh, LVMH brands, I mean, you name it, the biggest brands in the world these are the top uh, you know just yes. so people understand
0: you know these are the top uh, ateliers who create haute couture this this is the the creme de la creme when it comes to these kind of uh, arts and crafts that have to do with textiles and traditions and the things that we
1: see on the runway that we can only
0: dream about
1: yes it was the it is really like the epitome of craft yes especially in haute couture and they were there trying to source materials for their next runway projects and you know for their next maybe bespoke collection for their next creative or limited edition collection and and we provided that we provided that window and it was something that is was a very strong character because it was something that they hadn't seen before. It was something really exotic. And not only did we have the material samples, but we also had video campaigns of the women um, in, you know, Dibba. So our bidwa atelier is housed in Dibba, in Dibba al-Hassan, which is on the east coast of the UAE. And the reason for us housing it there is really because it was you know, as a result of so much research on where does telly exist in the Emirates mostly, and it it was there in Dibal Hassan, and so projecting Dibal Hassan in Premier d'exception was something really really interesting for both the UAE and France um, to see the mountainous landscape of Dibba, to see the palm trees, the sea, the women creating um, the telly inspired by the sea, inspired by the palm trees, inspired by the mountains. So we had the whole story over there and really this kind of um, accomplishment, it's not only just for the UAE, but it's for the UAE women who have been practicing this craft for over so many generations. And it's always been a craft where the woman feels empowered doing it because this was a craft that was practiced by the women in their houses for so many generations. And it was their only way to get income into the house so they would earn their own income regardless of what their husbands were earning um, by selling this kind of tally to other women who would then um, embroider it onto their kandoras, onto their sharwal, and they would wear it in certain occasions weddings whatnot and now we're kind of reviving that story and we're cre- creating this kind of sisterhood in Bidwa center in Dabal Hassan, where these women come together and they practice this craft in today's market. So in today's market, it means that they are receiving fixed wages on a regular basis. They have sustainable incomes. Um, They are always in dialogue with a team of designers that are in earthy to come up with new designs, new patterns, new colorways, new techniques. And they also receive from the Bidwa Center interpersonal skills and interpersonal training. So they have really gone through um, a large kind of uh, jump between being a woman practicing the craft at home to now being this woman that is known globally. She's in videos, she's on TV, she's going on radio stations. She does her craft, uh, she gets photographed. I mean, getting photographed was something huge for them. Um, I mean, they also sing, and you know, they're they're That's very amazing. they're very vibrant, vibrant women, and so. We had to tackle a lot when it comes to training them, you know, how these women perceive themselves, how they're perceived by society, how society perceives them. And it's it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's incredible because, you know, you really do see there is a
0: transformation that takes place just by being part of the Earthy Contemporary Crafts Council. And like you said, you know, there is training and they have to go through that process where um, you're taking that craft that they practiced at home and suddenly, you know, it's taking it out of their home and their communities
1: and not just that, but to the world Globally, as well. Yes. How do they
0: feel about that?
1: Um, they're very, very proud. They're very proud. And really anything that comes up, I mean, whether it's like, oh, you know, create this telly with leather. Um, they can do it. It's, it's, they've become open to new ideas. It's not just about doing one thing. And they really have the confidence to take up global brands and, and uh, create these kind of collaborations. We've collaborated in the past with Asprey, which is a London-based bag brand, um, uh, very high-end, very luxurious, and they've created Telly for these bags. And they were sold in London in their store and so they have the capacity to produce at a global scale and at a, for the luxury market today. It has to be
0: for the luxury market because for those who don't know and yeah. don't, uh, th- you know, we look at these, just just hold up a couple more of the beautiful yes. Tali pieces. Now, s- t- t- talk to us about, you know, the detail so that are, that is in these um, meters of fabric that then gets uh, embroidered onto pieces of clothing. I mean, talk to us about the time that it takes, the amount
1: of materials that you need for these. Um, like I mentioned, we have over 65 designs. So um, we kind of count everything by the meter. So some tally, which range from the single strand tally, take up to three hours per meter. And some tell you which are much more, entrain, uh, you know, delicate and have fine works and different kinds of detailing may take up to 100 hours for one meter. Wow, that's incredible. And, you know, can you tell us it,
0: with specific pieces here, like what, yeah. how long it would have taken for some of these? Um, Pick a piece and, and let's have a look at it. So this would take up to 50 hours. This has got meter. gold, it's got silver in it. And yes. it's quite thick, it's quite wide as yes. well. Yes. They they vary in width, they vary in designs. And it's important to note that you know these designs they represent something.
1: Yes. So this one. This is actually an eye. So um an eye of I think it's eye it mosa Ain mosa. I think it's Ain mosa. Yes.
0: Ain mosa. Yes.
1: It's, so it's the 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 um the
0: diamond shaped design. Yes that you know replicates an eye there are some that are like ghusan like branches yeah some so that's that like the birds that is so pretty that is so beautiful
1: but at the same time it's just simple lines so it it could exist in today's contemporary markets you know exactly exactly you can imagine it as a bag strap you could imagine it as a lining for a furniture piece um We're not only uh, targeting the fashion market, we're also targeting the design market as per our conversation earlier. uh, We were talking about the Crafts Dialogue project where we're bringing in uh, designers that are local with designers that are international to create a collection with our Bidwa artisans for furniture. And we're going to talk about that
0: next. More with Farah Nasri from IRTHI Contemporary Crafts Council. This is Pulse 95. You're listening
1: to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95.
0: We are back with Farah Nasri of Earthy Design Council uh, talking about so many wonderful projects that they have. And uh, before we left off, In the break, uh, Farah, you were talking about uh, an exchange program between Emirati artists and between uh, Italian artists and Spanish artists as well. This is all about, um, you know, bringing telly not just into fashion, but also into the world of art and design, even furniture making so many different
1: types of things. Yes. Um, So this this particular project, it's called Crafts Dialogue and it's all about having this kind of dialogue of cultures. Um, So we pair the local designer with the Spanish or um, the Italian designer or you know european designer and we create uh, collections that marry between either clay from the uae and murano from venice yes, or the, the glass that they're yes, famous for yes mm. exactly and you, you you've never seen those two come together before how Although do they're they actually, come together they've actually we're actually creating the clay as a mold and then we're blowing the murano on top Ooh. so that's how they would end up fitting together into one piece um, we also have uh, different kinds of, um, you know, a kind of safifa into furniture, which we haven't really seen. We usually see the safifa as part of, you know, Basket this homeware. Exactly. Homeware accessories only. But mm. you don't really see it as part of a chair and or a table. And, and that, that's what we're catering to now. So it's the very niche design market, which look like gallery pieces or museum pieces at the end of the day. And we will be showcasing these in London Design Fair in September.
0: That's exciting. That is amazing. I cannot wait to see that. Um, But something, uh, you know, we were talking about as well is the exchange that you did with the Pakistani artists as well as the Emirati uh, telly artists too. And what's interesting here is um, that you're coming up with completely new designs. Innovation is happening right before our eyes in design uh, because this is how culture continues this is how you know uh, those conversations continue so you were telling me that they're actually using the
1: techniques of pakistani embroidery but with new emirati motifs yes um so because the embroidery is pakistani so obviously it's always been um, utilizing Pakistani motifs. Yes. Or we've also seen a lot of Indian kind of motifs mm. um, that are also made on Emirati abayas in the past. So when you see a abaya being embroidered in, in the region today, it's actually an, um, a Pakistani or an Indian motif. But what we're trying to do at the Bedwa Center, after we've managed to pick up on the very fine craft of embroidery um, that is traditionally Pakistani, we are implementing that today onto Emirati motifs. So there's a lot of research going on um, on what is symbolic of the Emirates and how do we turn that into a pattern and how do we turn that into an embroidered pattern that could fit as a meterage, it could fit onto a clothing item or whatnot. Um, so, you know, taking reference to the landscape again, to the architecture and, and developing these kind of um, symbols For the council. Something we
0: haven't seen before. Yes. And, you know, this is the beauty of it all, that it just continues and it continues and it develops into something completely new. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. Um, But also, uh, you know, for those of us who might not be familiar with what telly looks like on a a traditional garment, if you're wearing a traditional thorb, um, the way that it works, describe to us how it works. It would be usually on the cuff, And the neckline, is that right?
1: Yeah. So um, they stitch it onto the candora and uh, they stitch it as an arm cuff. So um, it's usually done by stacking different kinds of designs of telly together, different kinds of patterns, one on top of the other to create that. And obviously, like we were talking, the more you stack, it's like, you know, the more you stack jewelry pieces. Yes. It's it's kind of, you know, it resembles that. Um, And the more prestigious it is. Yeah. And the more expensive it is and more valuable that it is. And the more time-consuming as well. Of course, um, we 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 also had have always had it on the sherwal mm-hmm. um, or the badla. Uh, so these are the pants that go under the kandora that they wear, and along the ankle cuff, you would see that stack. And sometimes it would really, really go high up up until like the knee somehow um, with these kind of stacks. And and it's it's very very beautiful, very time-consuming. Um, and we're trying to revive that kind of concept of, of using it on clothing um, with our Azami program. So as we were saying, um, the Azami program is a program that we will be launching next month that is um, open to take up any kind of businesswoman in the region that is developing her own fashion line, her own fashion startup, and to take her up with um, you know mentors from London College School of Fashion to really develop her business plan further, to develop her design further in order to fit into the international market. And this whole program, or this whole mentorship program, ends up with an exhibition in March, 2020, um, of all these pieces. And obviously being part of Earthy and being part of this program, she will be utilizing the telly that we have in house to. to reinterpret it in her own way and to develop it onto her garments the way that she sees fit to today's market. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a stack. Um, there are so many ways to go about it. Because when you look at the design itself,
0: it is geometric and, you know, something that could easily be adapted into something that you could wear right now. It's a, It could be traditional, but it looks so contemporary. It looks so right now and super fashionable. And again, you know, you're using things like recyclable materials as well. Yeah. It's amazing. This is an amazing program. As YAMI Fashion Entrepreneurs Program, everybody needs to get onto this because you've only got a limited number of people. Yes, who limited are going to, seats. Who
1: are going to be part of this. How do people sign up for it? Um, you could go onto our website and we have a contact page or you could email us directly onto info at earthy.com. Um, or on our social media, which is at Earthy Council. And we'll get back in touch with you and help you through the whole application process.
0: You have to get in touch with them. You have to be part of this because what you're doing is phenomenal and it's amazing and it's beautiful and is worldwide. It's not something that is just happening here in the UAE. You're taking the conversation global, which is amazing. We're going to come back in just a moment. And I want to uh, talk to you, Farah, about uh, a bit more about the, the reaction that you know, these beautiful crafts have gotten in places like Paris, but also in Sao Paulo as well, in Brazil, uh, where there were also collaborations. More to come after this. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats.
1: With Sally Moussa. Only on Pulse 95. 95.
0: Continuing the conversation with Farah Nasri of Earthy Contemporary Crafts Council. Uh, Thank you so much to all the messages that are coming through saying, I had no idea there was so much going on in the world of Emirati arts and crafts. Uh, Doris, thank you for your message as well. Uh, She's enjoying the discussion, Farah. Um, And I have a feeling this is not going to be the last that we're going to hear about this but um, you know one of the the most important aspects of of all of this is of course sustainability on lots of different levels you know first of all um, you know this is not just about beautiful things it's about economic sustainability for the women who are producing these beautiful pieces right
1: yeah Um, I mean we try to target as much as we can sustainability on so many fronts in the council So we have the economic sustainability of the women um, for them to get, you know, fair wages, regular wages, um, and the only way to do that is to create this kind of commercial route for Earthy, to create these projects, these design interventions, and these international collaborations where they get projects to work on in order to get income for. And so that's one way of us approaching sustainability. Um, there's also sustainability in terms of the craft itself. So um, the materials that are used, we make sure that they're biodegradable, um, that they are either recycled or, you know, um, they don't have any kind of um poisonous or toxic ways of dying that goes into them. That's Um, so important. Because, you know, we deal with so many colors and and with so many kinds of of threads and khosa and you kind of need to be careful. The khosa is the metallic thread. Yes, yes. And that's the one that binds kind of everything together. Um, And we also deal with sustainability in terms of tradition and how to keep a tradition sustainable or how to keep it alive for the long run um, it's not just for the past and it's not only for today but it's also we want it to live past tomorrow and the only way forward with that is to really marry this tradition with other traditions and and keep developing it further um, for instance we have the short course program happening in Bidwa starting next week where women could come into our center register and they don't need to be, um, ha- or they need, they don't need to have any knowledge about crafts. Um, they can come in, create, uh, take part of these kind of short course programs, whether they're about jewelry making, um, or they are about misbach making, or stone inlays, mosaic inlays, resin inlays. Um, we have glass blowing techniques from Palestine coming in. Really, um, that's amazing. Yes, we have metalsmith works from the UK. I'm going to sign up. Where do I sign up? Again, on our website. You can go into <laughs> the uh, contact us page or just go into our social media.
0: You're just... You're, Earthy
1: Council. You're
0: opening up a whole new world for us here because, um, you know, th- th- this, is how, this is how cultures thrive, you know, through their arts. And, you know, this is how creativity is sparked. This is how innovation happens. When we discover these things and we have these dialogues, I was telling you before that um, you know the, the whole idea of Earthy going not just to Paris but to São Paulo to Brazil. This is big because you know I saw the the videos of Sofifa going on yes. in Brazil. Yes. you know, and there were fashion parades going on yeah. uh, as well. You know, you're not just bringing this art to the world, but you're starting a whole new cultural exchanges where people get to know one another. And in the year of tolerance this is huge this is big you know people in paris seeing women in a burga sitting there and doing their traditional
1: weaving is amazing yeah and and really like when you when you start having these kind of dialogues you realize how much there is in common and and that's how i mean okay we have telly we have other kinds of weavings happening in the emirates such as safifa but they also have lace making in brazil or sao paulo so There's a lot of cross-cultural references that that happen. And it's nice to see that even if there is a language barrier, uh, that this kind of art exchange or craft exchange can still take place. And you can still, um, you know, have a conversation and, and have this kind of communication through the arts. I love it so much. That's amazing. Thank you. You've got the new courses coming up. You've got the Asyami
0: program. What's happening on the global stage? What's coming up in terms of you know global uh, um, kind of uh, projects that uh,
1: that Earthy are going to be part of? Um, well, our biggest projects for for now are the London Design Fair that will be happening in September, mm-hmm. and we also have uh, the exhibition for Asyami in. Uh, in march 2020 so that would also be taking place in europe that's only a year away yes we keep talking about 2020 like it's yes. so far away it's but now that's, it's it, it's
0: going to be here before we know it yeah and we're so excited we're going to keep following what's happening with earthy and wanting to be part of it as well farah nasri what an absolute pleasure to have thank you, you so much on the show today thank you for making my morning <laughs> <laughs> i think you made our morning that is for sure
1: This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 10am.